Hello, world. Welcome back to another episode of Golf Subpar with Colt Nost and the sleazy man, Drew Stoltz. One of our favorite tournaments of the year is in the books. And Emiliano Grillo, first win in eight years at the Charles Schwab Challenge in a playoff over Adam Shank. I, first of all, let's just get this out of the way real quick because all okay. this argument about rolling the yeah. ball back, golf courses being longer, uh, Colonial, one of the shortest on the PGA Tour, just over 7,000 yards. Now, I know. They let it go. They could let it get firm because they're ripping it up. But today. it wasn't crazy. No. And eight under just, par is mm-hmm. a playoff. Eight under. Can we stop? Stop it. Can we please stop with all this? It's just ridiculous. There's golf courses that hold the test of time. You know what? You know what also helps? Trees. Trees, dog legs, <laughs> rough, and some firm greens. It's if about you, what you need. I don't know if you happen to see the senior PGA championship out at the new facility in Frisco there. PGA Saw America. pieces, yeah. Big golf course, wide open. I believe 18 or 19 under par was a playoff between Steve Stricker and Padraig Harrington. These old school golf courses can hold their own. I know you don't get to send dog on every hole and everything. You but can, though, if you want to, exactly, more or less, yeah. around Colonial, you got to hit it straight. But, man, it was so cool to watch them, watch that place get firm and bouncy and actually have to think your way around. But at the end of it, Emiliano Grillo, ball-striking machine. Made it rather interesting, though. I actually learned something. Oh. On Sunday, watching this. Good, good. So on 18, Emiliano Grillo blocks it way right over there. You've played the course a million times. You've been there. I've been sure. in that. I've, I've been, been there. I've been there. Yeah. Well, his ball is inside the penalty area, but it's it's going downstream. And they're on the, with Mark Dusbabic, the rules fish, and like, hey, what's the situation here? They're like, this is actually a time where you can hit a moving golf ball because you can't just sit there and wait forever for the ball to come to stop on a good spot. He's like, he can actually take a whack at this thing if he wants. And I said, I had no clue. Be sick. It would be so sick. Hurry up, though. Yeah. You're going to have done another dog in a minute. So they got to the point where, I mean, it went 70, 80 yards down the penalty area. And finally, they're like, we've determined this has been too long. He has to go back to where it, it last where it entered. Crossed. Ends up making dub on the last. Looked like he might give it away. Adam Shank had a putt to win. But the coolest thing. So obviously, the range is really far away from the clubhouse there at Colonial. So if there's a playoff, they let guys hit balls off the first tee. Do you see this? Yeah. So there's there two going. kids yeah. standing there in the grandstands while Emiliano's hitting balls. And he's like, hey, you want to come hit a few? And they're like, are you kidding me? And I guess their dad picks them up over the fence, and there they come over, hit a couple, go into the locker room with him after he wins, give him a couple Give him a hug, hats. ask for a yeah. hug at the end. Like, I need a hug. He gives him a hug. Dude just made dub. I mean, how cool. You just made dub to possibly lose an event, and you go and do that. I mean, if that doesn't gain a lot of fans for Emiliano Grillo, I don't know what does. But me knowing him like I do, I mean, he's – the angry Argentine, as I like to call him, apparently since he's had, he's I think had his kids eleven months old or something, has totally changed him. He's so much cool, calm, relaxed, and the double was like, yeah, whatever, man. Yeah, that, I saw that and I was like, that's different. You don't see that from a lot of guys that just made dub. Maybe you'd hold out from the fairway and you stole a piece of a playoff that you weren't expecting, but not after dub. And to your point on that golf course, like I know they're blowing it up, they're blowing up the greens, but. We've been saying this for years, and it just hasn't quite happened at Clonogs. They've been just pounded with rain. Like the last couple of years, when I've been there, I was like, "There's no fear for guys of hitting it in the rough." So they will just pound driver down there, because as soon as you hit it on those greens, it's just gonna, it would yeah. just stop, right? I was like, if they got these greens with a little fire to them, and all of a sudden these balls are jumping out of the rough and they're landing and bouncing over, and then you got to have some of these short-sighted chips and things like that. I was like, this place will play miles different because we've seen scores in the single digits win out there um they're about to go in there and change it but i was like this week is perfect hopefully there's no rain because they can do whatever they want to this golf course it doesn't have to get back playable for the members or anything they can just let it go and they did balls were bouncing balls were released and it makes that course so much more difficult but it wasn't like weird it wasn't they weren't bouncing head high or anything they just had a little heat to them and then all of a sudden bam there you are eight under par eight you under don't got to do 
that much weird stuff to, to bring back, you know, scores. If you're worried about the 20 under pars, mm -hmm. you can do it. But you need golf courses that can do it, and Colonial yeah, and is I, one. And I get it. You have to realize, like, the members want to tee it up at their golf course the course. next week. And so you don't really want to just stress them out to where they're gone, and then you have this recovery time. Yeah, you got it. Hey, no play for a but while. I'll tell you this. We had Gil Hans on radio last week, and he's the one in charge of re restoring Colonial Country Club. I am so excited for what they're going to do. I think it's going to be awesome. The problem is it's an 18-month project that they're doing in 11 months, so they need a lot of things to go their way weather-wise, he was saying, but they plan on having it ready for next year's Charles Schwab Challenge. I think it's going to be incredible. I'm excited to see what it looks like. I was, Like I said, the last couple of years, been down there talking to some of the members. Oh, here's what they're going to do. They're moving this green over here, and they're doing this and that, and like – I think that golf course is, is classic. It's it's awesome. It's with, it's held the test of time, um, but also a little facelift here and there. I don't think they're going to change the aesthetic or the you know history, I guess, of the Triple C. Um, it's just going to be tweaked up a little bit. But they got a heavy lift to get that thing ready for a year from now. He told us the two biggest changes will be number eight, the par three. Yeah, which they're trying to bring them down to the water. To right. The T is going to be over the water. The green's actually going to go left. There's a, there's a creek over there in the trees that you can't see. They're going to clear that out over there. And then number 13, the other par three that's over the water that's really good. Um, some big changes coming to that. But redoing a lot of the bunkering, it's going to be cool, man. That's you know It always gets a strong feel because it's a lot of the players' favorite golf courses on tour. And you can see why. I'm a big lobbyer for I think that event should be elevated, designated mm -hmm. at some point. I think there's the history, Hogan's Place, the, the winners. If you look at that wall of champions there on the first tee, it's like, man. And that town shows up for it, too. They show up for it. They love their golf. I'd love to see that thing get everybody in the field, um, hopefully sooner than later. Um, one last thing about Colonial. Scotty Scheffler, just another ho-hum yeah, third-place finish. Every week. Misses the playoff by a shot. Ace, by the way. Makes a hole-in-one. Was T70 in strokes gained putting and lost by a shot. Someone put <laughs> out a tweet, ridiculous. and I'm probably messing it up, but it was some crazy length of time. I think it was like the last year. If you go back a year from now, he has gained four on the field, strokes gained tee to green in at least four in every event for a year. And it's like, that's like never been, he literally hasn't had a bad ball striking week in a year. It's ridiculous. It's just, he can't he finish last. He's hitting it so four. good. Like, dude, he can't play bad yeah. right now. Like what's, how, what's bad? I mean, he's hitting more greens than anybody. He's hitting more fairways, hitting it long as hell. It's like, if he makes putts, he wins period. And if he put, putts terribly, he's going to finish in the top 10 most of the time. So he hasn't played bad. And I mean, you got to go back to find, you know, an MC, uh, I mean, Scotty. I mean, if we talk about like we talk about it all the time with certain guys, but like for him, honestly, if he puts average, average, he's might run away with the tournament. And he can putt like he's not a bad putter. Just no. the short ones have kind of been his little, you mm -hmm. know, Achilles heel, I guess, for a while. But I mean, dude, that can change like that. And you can't just all of a sudden be like, I'm going to start driving at 320 down the middle of every fairway and hitting wedges and nine irons to the moon that land right by the hole. He's just, his, his bad is still really good, and that's rare. I agree. All right, well, let's get to it because this is going to be a lot of fun. We did it last year. We might as well run it back. Run it back. It's, we, it's be the exact same episode. Yeah, just replay last year's and it'll be the We're same super thing. Super disappointed. Except yeah. you had a different caddy and you played against some children. Right. Some, <laughs> one group of actual children who are really <laughs> fucking good, by the way. Here we go. Here's Sleaze and Kitty on subpar. Well, well, well. Here we go again. 2022 to 2023, the back to back runner ups at the USGA four ball. Guys, it was another hell of a performance. Drew Kittleson, the sleazy man, very proud of you. I know you wanted to bring home the gold this year, but how's it feel to be runner-up once again? Well, uh, we've been informed we're the only people to ever go back-to-back -back in the finals. There's only been like eight years of it. We're the only ones, and it also hurts 
maybe even worse, I think, than the first. Because the first one, like we, like we talked about last year, we weren't even in it. We didn't even know until two days before, like, yo, can you make this happen? Let's go down there. No practice rounds. Just kind of like, let's go have fun, see what happens. This one, like, we knew about it. We tried it a little bit for us, you know, like, leading up to, like, hit ball. Yo, you're hitting balls, doing this. And so, like, we were more locked in for this, I guess, knowing it was coming and just – Damn, man. I mean, just, Wyndham, Wyndham, this is his third now going back to the U.S. Well, Am, so I, was, I wanted that even more for the kids. Well, first off, Wyndham Clark skipped Colonial because he couldn't have his trusty caddy because you had to go play in the four True, ball. probably cost him a grizz. Kitty, your third USGA runner-up. I believe that's second to Phil Mickelson's six. Mm. <laughs> nice. Uh, yeah. That's a record. Yeah, so All right. You're in the books. I don't know yeah. if that's totally true, but I feel like it's Let's close use enough. It. We can make it up. Yeah, that's fine. Let's use it. But, I mean, what a performance. I, I just want to start with – the prep, because I know how my man Sleaze is over here. Going into it, I mean, there was an occasional rain session here or there. For you, when you're getting ready to go play this thing, knowing y'all are one of the best teams, is it? Is there some grinding going on, or do you just say, hey, I'm just going to show up and see what happens? Well, like Sleaze said, last year there was no grinding because we didn't know. But this year, I just honestly, I just tried to get in shape more. And, yeah, you've uh, done that. Yeah, I mean, try. The boys a unit but, now. Uh, but that was kind of the deal. I was because I'm either going to play good or I'm not. And so I just thought if I was in better shape, it would help because, and it didn't help at all. Yeah. I'm still recovering. This is, we probably ended five days ago now yeah, or four something, days four ago. days ago. Uh, but that was kind of the intention was just to try to get in some shape because we were just dragging by the end. But I don't think you can be in shape. I guess you hypothetically can, but no normal person can be in shape for that amount of golf, walking, golf shoes. It's all the side hill walking. I mean, you know the drill, but your feet are just in shambles. So, and, and it was hot. The weather was okay, but it was just uh, it was a grind. I thought the wind too, just like not just the physical. Like the one day we walked, what, how many holes did we play? Twenty played thirty nine holes the one day, which our caddy has a step tracker, and he was like, we walked eighteen miles, boys, yeah. or he walked eighteen miles. We might have had a little bit more back and forth with the range and stuff like that. That's one thing. That's a shitload of walking. I haven't walked that far ever in my life, probably. But on top of that, with the way that course was playing. 20 constant probably on the first oh. few days of of match play and then gusting the 30. So like, it was more like figuring, all right, I had 127. I remember I hit an eight iron, you know what I mean? I was like, is eight too much? Like Shot that's maker. a shitload of win, you know what I mean? But you, there's more, it's not like, oh, it's 155, give me the nine, I'll hit it right at it. It was like, it's blowing a million. This could be one club or two clubs, could be three, just, you, there's more thinking, I guess, on every shot. Chap noses. Chap no, oh, my nose is blasted, just, dude. It was a my feet are uh, bleeding. How was the caddy situation this year? Because oh. I raved about your guy last year. Chino. Shout out, Chino. Chino was the best. I figured I might fly him up. We talked about it. It was discussed. But we, had a, we had a very, very close uh, friend of ours. Their whole family came in. The Wichters, uh, Mark and Jake and, and Jesse, uh, rented a house, stayed with them. They were, we literally, we couldn't have done it without them. Um, Mark Wichter, we've known for, I don't know, the last decade or so, uh, yeah. maybe even longer. He's a fantastic guy, rented a house, and uh, just a sweetheart of a man. Really good golfer in his own right. And then, uh, so Mark caddied for me. Um, he's a great guy, great golfer. I felt lucky to have him. And then Jake, uh, his son, caddied for Sleaze. And I'll Jake, let you talk about Jake. Yeah, Jake's yeah. on, uh, just finished his sophomore year at NC State on the mm. golf team there. Good player. So they're a Chicago family, but they moved to South Carolina within the last few years. It's a quick pop for them over there. I've been talking about it for a long time. I mean, dude, they couldn't have been better. Jake's a stud, good player. He knows a lot of the kids we were playing, you know, in these matches. They'd gone out there and played those golf courses a little bit, like, leading up to it. So they kind of had a little scoop um, on the golf course. But, man, the, that whole family, the Wichter family. And then we'd get done, and we'd come home, and Wick's breaking out bottles of wine that 
we ain't never drank before. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, we ain't drinking at, at, at home. I'll say that because the man loves his wine. He's like, here you go. Have some of this. Put your feet up. He and Jake would play gin all night long until we passed out. We listened to them to talk shit to each other the whole time. It was just, it was just like, it's so much more fun than last year. It was like, last year was like, finish hotel. Oh, can we get another night at this hotel? Maybe. And they're like, you know, we finally ran out. Like, no, we don't have any rooms. I had to get our shit, go drive around, find it, try to do laundry. This year was just like, we're here. And it was, that's part of the reason why it's so fun. Like the golf part's fun. It's fun to compete. I would say like, it's like kind of our one time of year, but also it's like, we don't get to hang with the Wixers anymore or, or very often. And like the fact that they were so into, I mean, they were as into it as anybody, Jesse, the wife's out there walking around. This is just felt like we had our own little pack this year. Last year we were just kind of on our own. Mark Wichter and logistics. He's like, guys, oh. logistics is my thing. Perfect. You don't have to worry about anything. What do you need? He's like, don't fly with umbrellas. Got it. Wait, tea times this. We leave this time. This is what we do. We're going to drop here. This is, and by the way, we don't look for parking. We park right here. I mean, this is what we do. And so yeah. logistics, he had it covered. All we had to do was wake up and play golf. I was like, damn, my feet hurt. I put 12 Band-Aids on both of your feet in the car. Don't worry. I figured that'd be a problem. It's like, I mean, dude, he's just dying. This guy around more. Oh, he's oh, the best. He's they don't. The best. They don't come better than the Wichter family. All right. Well, speaking of not the best, um, I believe you played a practice round with Mr. Romo. Oh, uh, he was actually. Uh, we were on the range with Tone. Tone okay. And he was. On uh, the they were like a couple groups ahead or behind us somewhere. Tony and his uh, partner Tommy Morrison. By the way, got a little report start of the week because he. We have some of the same CBS people with football as we do in golf. Tony's already texting. Shot sixty six in the practice round. Six birdies. Obviously, they didn't make it to match play. Was there any chirping going on between you and Romo? I ran into him on the. He walked up when we were on the range. They must have played a couple groups, and we had texted. Uh, or I talked with Tommy actually, his partner at the ASU tournament out here, which was just recent because Texas came and played. And I was like, "Hey, what's the deal?" Because NCAA is kind of, yeah. you know, can prevent you from playing. And he's like, "I don't know, man." Like I think he was an in indie for Texas at the time, so I was like, "Are y'all gonna be able to play?" He's like, "I don't know. I'm like fringe. Make the team, not make the team." I saw that he made it into. Um, regionals for them and then he played really well too so i was like oh tommy might not be able to play like that's gonna by the way crush tony <laughs> he has to bail on that it's not like you can just grab another partner and be like, oh i'll take him instead but you know they made it to ncaa's and it was early enough i guess that they were like yo we'll go down there and we'll play and if they make it all the way through figure it out still would have got back for what like maybe one practice round at ncaa's but uh it would have been it didn't end up happening but damn it would have been that would have been a fun match to have no, um, somewhere along time. the way yeah. there have been a lot of if we get into the heat of the battle with them there have been a lot of I love like it. we get a clock over here yeah on the first tee just, the just get out ahead of it just get out ahead of it get out ahead of it he's what is he six seven or something i think Tommy he's like six yeah. eight, oh, he's eight or nine yeah. he's, he's so just, big yeah smash it. nice dude they all too. smash sure, it. i mean you smash it so nice dude too um we played pressure on muddy waters Oh, oh yeah, that's Pat, right. Yeah, yeah. The Pat, Pat was it. Was Pat attitude. was in the house. It was as you would expect, as you would expect. And then I got a text from him after the first day. He's like, made zero bogeys was, or zero birdies. Was just firing five irons to tuck pins all day. I hate golf. <laughs> <laughs> I want to play. I'm ready to be on the senior circuit. The again. 17th ranked senior amateur guys. Yeah, I that's bet you right. he hit 14 fairways and then hit had probably is five irons in. Is everything. he still launching it high with no spin? Super high <laughs> and drawing. Everything drawing. Right after the rain and humidity, he oh, was loving it. God. Um, oh. yeah, obviously, you got to play two rounds of stroke play before you make it to match play. Uh, any stress in stroke play? Like, or did y'all cruise through all right? I'd say more stress than we would have liked. Do you agree with that? For sure. We started not off so great, slow. Yeah, not the We best played the harder start. course first, for sure. And by the way, the, the conditions for stroke play were like way different than the wind came up for match play is blowing 20, 30. It was blowing nothing, five to 10, maybe in the stroke play rounds. But we started off, man, 
harder golf course. They put the pins. I felt like way harder than last year for stroke play because pace of play is a big issue. Like, getting well, and we didn't around. know that the because we only played one practice round, we didn't know that the other course was easy. Mm. I'm not yeah, saying people easy, were but saying, we didn't know it was way easier. Yeah. So we're like sitting over there, you know, even through seven. Like, oh, yeah, we were God, even through is, six. This is not good. That was maybe my most like nervous or like stressful point of the turn up to that point was like we were even through six. We hadn't done anything. We part up our five. Then there's some tricky holes. We didn't but a couple ones. You feel like one somebody should birdie. We got to a par five, which is like cats longer than everyone. Right. So the par fives like he hits fairways like we have a huge advantage. He hit it. It's lake all down the right. He hit one right. It never crossed water or never crossed land. Didn't, uh, didn't I, even, didn't I even hit, hit another one. Hold didn't even breath. hit. It. I hit it in the fairway first. Um, so he's up there. He doesn't even hit another one. I get up there, and um, another two dudes lay up, and I got like two fifty five flag, and there's like a little puff in. So I'm like, it's two sixty five max type deal. It's like one of those ones of his stroke play. You just like give me the three wood. It's perfect. I'll aim it left, and if I miss left, but. With him being out of play, there's water short and right. And I was like, okay. <laughs> Jake was talking to me. He's like, so what are you thinking? I'm like, what am I going to hit? Gap wedge, gap wedge? Like, dude, I can't <laughs> lay up from 250. We're even par. You know what I mean? I got to hit three wood. But I was standing over that. And I just kind of quick hit. I was like, give me a three wood. It's perfect three wood. I just try, try to fade it. But I was standing over. I was like, if I block this or hit this in the soup. And he's in his pocket. And I'm not, he's not even playing the hole. Like, and we're two over potentially now. Like, then that's big stress. And um, anyways, we ended up making tweet. No, no. But, uh, he hit the most beautiful. Is You know it pains me to give him a yes. compliment. But it was the most beautiful three wood that landed on the fringe and trickled to like eight feet. He just said he doesn't probably want to say that he missed it, which missed is why it. I went for the twist. Missed it by <laughs> two balls, by the way. It was left edge, missed <sighs> by two balls. All right, we made going. a tweet. We made a tweet. And then he, like I just felt like we didn't. Neither of us played bad. We just weren't making that many tweets. It was just like pars over yeah. and over. Tougher course. Yeah. yeah. You, get, you get in a match play. You had a couple adventures. One went 22 holes against some rather young fellas. Uh, first off, his name is Blades. And Jackson, his partner. I got some text messages about this kid, Blades, um, from some people in the golf industry. They said, they told me he was 15, apparently 16. He just, but I think he turned 16, like maybe okay. during the tournament. They're like, this kid that they're playing tomorrow, his name is Blades. He is a stud. Like, can absolutely go. And I said, well, with a name like that, he should. But they had y'all three down, right? Yes. Yeah. Three dude. down through nine at holes. At the turn. At yeah. the turn. Well, they First were like the 500 through six or something. Yeah. They came out. I got texts from Stallings before because t- they're Tennessee kids. They're like, these are my boys. This Blades kid's my guy. Like, they're good. All this type of stuff. And I, I mean, at that point, because the match before was the 22 hole when this was the one that went um, 18. We had to mm-hmm. finish the next day. But the team they beat, Garrett Rank, yeah, who's the NHL caddy? Or excuse me, ref. Ref. Caddy. yeah, NHL ref. caddy. Former Mid Am, either yeah. winner or runner. Up. Like, dude, he's a dude. Won the he Western. Won. He won the Western against all the college kids, and his partners won a bunch of stuff too. Like, that's a team that would be one of the favorites, and mm-hmm. they they beat him. So I'm like, I, you don't beat him by accident. So I knew they were going to be super nice going in, and they <laughs> and they it was were blowing like thirty, and Sleaze hits it to like this, oh. you know, nothing on the very first, first hole. hole. And with, you know, a five iron. Dude, I hit a five from like, and, yeah. And then Blaze just gets up and, whoosh, you know, blowing 30 from like 170. Yeah. I was like, we're going to be one up. Sick. I, no, we haven't uh, tweeted this whole. Then I offered the good good. Oh, yeah. And he said no. Hey, yeah, yeah. No. I was probably this. I was probably like, I mean, you could, Respect I could see maybe elders. putting it. but Yeah, I know. Yeah. And his was like up the hill, I guess, into the wind. And mine yeah. was like flat, but downwind. I could see like maybe, but we're like, yo, this is just good, good. Yeah. He, he kind of like looked at his, you could tell he didn't want to do it. Looked at his part. He's like, let me ask. Like, no, no, you don't have to ask. Like, yeah, no, we'll just putt it. Just but I was standing good. over. I was like, 
Would have been nice. <laughs> Did he call you Mr. Sleaze? Uh, no, there wasn't a lot of chatter with that group, I felt yeah. like. They were locked into their zone. They're, they're, they're good. And that his partner, um, Jackson, the lefty, who's also the same age, hits missiles. Yeah, Probably the closest, the closest dude to Cat in the field. Like, could take some of the same lines. Like, when we get into the back nine, he could t- there's some holes where if you send it, you can change the entire hole. And, like, he was he's right there. And he's 15, 16 years old. Big kid, strong kid. That team, when we got down, I was like, good news, we won. Bad news is next year, they'll be 16. (laughs) And they're going to be a problem. They're going to be fucking better. I hope they turn pro or get in college Yeah, dude, just turn pro. I think that's the right move. Um, Well, let's – obviously, we we don't need to go through every single match. But you get to the finals, and you're playing the number one seed. Sampson and Aaron Doe from Cal, which I actually know Aaron Doe from covering the um, Asian Pacific Amateur. Really good player. But these guys – Number one seed overall, got all the way to the finals, which doesn't happen very often. Take us through that match because, I mean, that's a tough one. You got two college kids that play for a very good school. I think that we were shocked they weren't at NCAAs. Yeah, I think they're one and two. Yeah. For I, I mean, I think yeah. they're both playing like the Palmer Cup and stuff for, for the international Samson team. Is, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah they so, both are. Yeah, so, I mean, they're they're totally legit players. Um, we got up early, maybe. One we up, won one number up. two. Yeah. Both of us tweeted two. Neither of them did. I was like, we're one up through two. And I was like, we had a little talk like, let's go. Last year, we were up two up through two. And then you get a little, I was like, let's keep the pedal down. Let's keep going. And then they go tweet, 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 and all that. And we weren't, we didn't put the pedal down. But I mean, the difference between playing those guys, Kat, and like, you know, we didn't even play that many mid-am teams Mm-mm. this year. It was, it was, it was so kids. many more kids. But it's just like the mid-ams, you get like, a missed putt here and there or like an up and down that you should get up and down, but they don't because they're just not sharp. You know what I mean? Or maybe a weird drive here or there. We actually got a few weird drives um, uh, out of one of them, but the other one covered them up every time. You just don't have like the loose shots from you get from guys that like work and have, jo- you know what you I mean? You don't get the freebie. Don't yeah. Get you don't breath. get the, yeah, yeah. You don't yeah. get the like missed greens with a nine iron or something like yeah. that. It like just happens when you're not super sharp and they, there's just, you got to go, you got to go get chances against Oh, them. easily, man. They just make you got to make those 20 footers if you're going to Well, I wouldn't know what it would take to win a USJ championship, but you got to make that we've like heard. the 20 footers. Yeah. And well, if uh, you don't, you finish second. Yeah. Right. So, I got that down. Like Michael but Thompson. uh but they just got they just made them. And we were right there. I, I mean, he made like a 25 footer that was going 10 feet by from the fringe on 16. Oh. And, oh, the part uh, 16, three, that's where he made 16, birdie, right? Yeah. yeah. And so yeah, man, like there that. was just there was just holes that you know, they I, may, that I would go play him they, again. I know we'd be the underdog, but it's not like I felt that it was impossible. Like crazy outgun. I thought, honestly, looking back at that match, the front, because we turned it level with those guys. Yeah. Remember, we were like, we got nine holes, dude. Yeah. Nine hole match for the whole, yeah. for everything. And uh, I think the front nine is where we let them like stay in it a bit. Because yeah, I, I hit it good. You, the back nine, he was just a workhorse the entire week. We'll get into some of those holes, but like, Front nine, I hit it really good in that in that match, and I had multiple. I had four putts, probably ten feet or in, maybe twelve max to win holes, um, and missed three of them. Made the one on nine. That was yeah. the only one I made to win the hole and square it up going in. But I'm like, those are putts that two of those go, you know, three, and we turn with the lead. It's just like things are different. Like, and they and on on their side when they got it to fifteen feet, like one of them would make it, you know what I mean? And we didn't, and we'd lose holes. So like, I feel like we actually had the statistical advantage on the front nine we just didn't make anything and then the back nine they got going and made some more well obviously there was a lot of people keeping up with this and following along our group text at Whisprock, but there was actually a man on instagram that was out there following y'all and was giving me shot by shot updates on dming me 
giving me all that. It was sending pictures of y'all. Certain holes, it was great. So I was able to, I was like ahead of the app, so I could inform our whisper <laughs> yeah, guys. Yeah, yeah. I, was, I was like, Kenny just hit it to five feet. Yeah. So let's just made Nate Footer. They're like, how do you know this? I was like, I don't know, some random dude. This just, is what I do, dude. I'm a broadcaster. Yeah. Yeah. But it was great, man. Uh, had to be just awesome to get back in the finals again. Do we have the silver medals this time? Because I know last I year. I have mine. Do you yeah. have yours? Yeah. Well, I got them both now. It's in my golf bag. Okay. I have it yeah, open my golf in my bag backpack. since. Good job. And you, you mentioned, you know, y'all. I think it was kind of unlucky that y'all had to play so many college kids because I have a feeling their nighttime activities were probably a little different than y'all's and daytime. Well, yeah, I mean, <laughs> we uh, we did a good job of resting at the in the nighttime. We just watched like the Nuggets and the Celtics and but uh, and drank we just, wine. Yeah, we just drank wine with uh, with Mark when he. Yeah, if you saw his wine, you even if you didn't want to drink it. Yeah, yeah, like, I you, should you, drink. You know, this. I should probably have a glass. Were of the transfusions <laughs> flowing? Yeah, course. we yeah we did some damage yeah. on, on those bad boys. That's what I'm saying. With Wick, you don't ever have to worry about anything. Uh, a shortage of supplies, let's mm. just say. And then we had a nice little system to make sure we were uh, refreshed right at all times. That's pivotal, by the way. Like we're not out there like toppling over anything. We're just no. like, dude, just we're old. We need to ease the nerves a little yeah. bit. You know what I mean? This is how we it up. That's how we play to every single round of our lives. Yeah, exactly. Don't, like, change. Don't change. And it's like yeah. fun for us too. Like I know we want to win. We care. It sucked when we lost. But like it's also like when we got down there, I was like <laughs> before some of our matches, like, okay, so here's our options. We win. We keep going. We drink great wine tonight. Have a great dinner. Laugh. <laughs> hang out. You lose. You go home. You go to work tomorrow. Yeah. Like if you need motivation, you know what I mean? that's like, motivation. Let's extend yeah. this as long as... Stay as, at the house looking over the ocean possible. drinking nice wine or go home. Yeah. And, and we're like an easy decision. Yeah. yeah. I got to ask calls. you because one of the things this guy messaged me was one of your tee shots on 17, which I believe was like a th- over a 320-yard carry. Gotta he drove it to like it. six or eight feet. He told me, he goes, everyone at the club was talking about it. He said the only person they've ever seen keep it on that green was Sergio Garcia. And they said that you did it. I mean, when you had to have it, apparently. Yeah, in the in the semifinals match. Well, first of all, against those kids, against Blades and and uh, this was Jackson, the, I hit it it's on the, the French. It's legitimately, and that's from the other tee box. So yeah, the, the one you're back talking back. about, which is still a ship, I can believe that someone else has done it. Like this one that he hit, because we had wind too. It was kind of helping, but the cover. I don't know if anyone ever shot the like cover on the kids' day. We on the, the kids' help. day when yeah. it was way back kids day. in the dark. <laughs> yeah, oh, in the dark, dude. I'm, I'm looking double their age. It, to give some perspective, it's like almost a 90 degree dogleg right, right? And it's all over marsh. So you kind of pick your line. It's a really hard fairway to hit, period, because like you, you it, it shrinks runs up there where you, you got to cover like a bunker and it runs away from you. So you just hit it through the fairway if you take, if you buy it off too much or you, if you go way left, then you have like a wider fairway, but a super long shot. But nobody from that tee that day, dude, like I wouldn't have thought in a million years, like, yeah, from that tee, from the up tee, I was like, yeah, you should ship it. From that one, I was like, no chance take it 25 yards left of it and let's just try to have a chip i'm dead serious when i say i think it's the most incredible drive i've ever seen in the history of my life like i think there's a couple dudes on the pga tour maybe that could have hit that shot i mean what's your clubhead speed when you really go i don't i don't i, don't, I have no idea five maybe when mm-hmm. he's like sending yeah. right that's pretty i, I would agree thing, that. I, I would bet you it was a three over 320 cover Oh, for sure. It had yeah. to be three thirty ish in there, and he goes directly at it, and it's dark at that point. They asked us if we wanted to stop the match at that point, and we wanted to keep going because we yeah. were finally getting some momentum. On we had just won. And the you don't like playing at seven. And I was like, hey, we're gonna have to wake up at six. I was like, Kitty, just friggin' make an ace on this so we could go home, dog. You know. Uh, and the kids were like, let's play one more. I'm like, awesome. And when I got up there, I hit it where I normally hit them. I have some sort of wedge or whatever. They hit it kind of in the same spot. 
I think the big lefty took a more aggressive line. He's, we had like a 40-yard pitch or something like that. And Kitty stands up, and he's looking right at it. And it's dark. You can't see anything. So he hits it, and it's a goddamn missile. And I'm like, I have no idea. It could be in the marsh. could yeah, be we, over. It's so dark. could be long. You can't, you can't see. see and there's no one up there that can see it either at this point because it's so dark. So I hit. They all hit. We get up there. We're looking around. And as we're walking up, there's like a, one of the USGA people. They're like, there's a ball on the fringe, 15 feet. And I was like, no. I thought it was maybe best case bunker, just short in the marsh. And we get up there. And and I was like, the, our walker goes, you have a Tylus 4, right? And I was like, yeah. And he goes, that's your ball on the fringe. Do we sure Mark didn't run out or anything? You didn't have your loyal fans. Yeah. You don't have the wheels for that. And there was like no, there was like one person up there, and they couldn't even like hear. It, it must have hit right in the upslope because where it stopped, it's physically impossible because you, you could ball. see it. It just hit right in the it hit right, right into the, the upslope, bank. but like the bank killed it, rolled six inches onto the fringe, had fifteen feet, and I was just like, oh my god. Yeah. And then I found out when they uh, suspended play for the night, y'all one up, one to play. I was like, oh boy, this could be a problem. Uh, Kitty, I'm gonna need you to wake up a little early and finish this one <laughs> off because my man normally doesn't play well before noon. We're we're waking up. I'm a, I'm a morning person. Um, Me too. I, yeah. <laughs> so I'm waking up and we're like we're all in the car or in the car with the Wichters going to the course. And um, I was like, man, all these USGA people were at Starbucks this morning. And he looks at me. He's like, you already were up and went, and went to <laughs> Dude, Starbucks? Like, I set my alarm for like 4.30. I was like, yeah, what like, time did you wake up to go like, to what are you, Starbucks? What do you, huh? what do you, what do you, what do you mean you've been awake? He looked at me like I saw a <laughs> oh, ghost. Dude, we were in there eating. I was like, do we even need to hit ball? Like, is this a ball hitting situation? It's one hole, hopefully. You know what I mean? I think I can slap one out there and knife something up on the green, hopefully make four. And that Dan, extra hole in the morning was just brutal. That was though. Kitty's. That back nine that Kitty played in that match was oh, yeah. one of the best nines I've ever seen. I think that nine's perfect for you. Like I said, there's some other holes where he can hit over things that other people can't. Just shrinks holes crazy. But he's walking off that um, 335 in the mm-hmm. air the night before. We get up there. We know these kids are going to have two looks at Tweed because they're good. I hit first, hit on the front of the green, like 25 feet. I was like, okay, that's par. So now one of them, you know, Kitty can fire and one of them's got to make Tweed. And they both hit it up there 20-ish, maybe less, 15 feet, something yeah. like that. Kitty gets up there and hits a chippy, what, chippy six, six to like three and a half feet. And damned if Blades, superhero <laughs> Blades, blades of course, doesn't just blades. step up and roll it in the middle of the fucking hole. And I was yeah. like, God dang, he's going to have to make this. Nah, now. I, I mean, it's 645. It. It's windy. Like, anything could happen. And Kitty knocks that in for tweet. These two kids... Blaze and Jackson, after that back nine that Kitty played, they're like, they think Kitty's got to be like the U.S. Open favorite. <laughs> no question about it. Because that back nine that he played against them, like he, he was all the offense. I felt like I was playing fine. I was just making par. I made one birdie, but he was birdied it anyways. I was like, what do you want me to do, dude? You're birdie in every hole. Like, nobody's going to help. You just get on his back and ride him I like a I was riding the shit out of him on that was... back nine. I was like, you're the best. You're the dude, <laughs> you can't touch you. You're the guy. Go get him. Yeah, just do it. Just keep doing that. Are we still going driver off the deck mostly or? Depending on the hole, yeah. Uh, depending on the hole, yeah. Uh, Have you seen? You got a little challenger for best in the world of driver off the deck. There's this Instagram guy. Yeah, oh. people are trying to get me actually to set really up a match like this with you, kid, by the way. I think he's, I think he's fantastic. He yeah. just talks shit. Well, because so, you know I don't have Insta, and yeah. so. I'm just getting bombarded by this guy, whoever this this DOD king, this DOD king yeah. is, and I'm just getting everybody every time he posts. I'm guessing I'm Kevin getting, Turner says Kevin, Kevin Turner's Turner. begging me to set up a match with y'all. By the way, there's like yeah, not just Kevin, but now I'm getting it from everybody, yeah. and uh, so 
I was well, like, dude, anybody could do it on Instagram, DOD King. Like, <laughs> why don't you do it in a USJ event, like when people when it matters? Yeah, but. when the shit matters. And by the <laughs> way, I'll go take DOT King, driver off the T King. If you want to ship one 340 over a marsh onto the fringe, do that too. We can set that up. Too. Well, I do have a mutual friend with this guy. So if you're interested, we could possibly set up this match and have some fun with it. Maybe Sleaze and I, you know, broadcast it. Done. I actually really like that kid, by the way. He's oh, got some oh, swag. He's, got the, he's like the Conor McGregor. He just talks shit. I really. It's all. The like videos, a, the it's videos all like that an I've act, seen but it's are awesome. Great. Yeah, it's I watch all this stuff. I'm like, oh, it's yeah. great. It's great. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I got this, everyone just hits him in the comments. This one was sent to me, and he had the sickest, like, throwback Titleist hoodie on. That I was, I was like, that the kid? The, yeah, this yeah. DOD king. I want the jacket more than I want to play golf with him. He also plays like the entire hole with drivers. He has like a eight iron driver and a yeah. bunker driver. Like he plays the entire holes and makes. If you do that in a USGA driver. event, yeah, now, props. Now, props. now you're the king, bud. Props. All right. Well, but you're obviously going to be in the four ball the next few years again for finishing runner up. Some talk of pay, possibly maybe giving y'all an exemption into the mid am just because the college kids aren't eligible. Obviously. Yeah, I think that's a maybe. Have you yeah, heard anything on that? I don't know if it's talk. We gotta. We'll like. We got a, a we'll write them for uh, requests, or I don't really know how it works. Maybe we get social media to start. We were it, informed to yeah. we were informed to write a, a letter to the SGA asking for one because the they reserve two spots for the winners of that thing, typically mid amps. It's not this year, so those spots aren't being used. And they're like, yeah, where is with the back to back runners up? I think you guys Sleepy are, Hollow. Oh yes, yeah, so friends. Sick. Yeah, so yeah. sick. And I thought the coolest. I mean, if y'all would end up winning, you get in the USAM, obviously, and it's. Cherry Hills this year. I know. God. Just a little quick pop up there to stay with some friends, played Cherry. Actually, I haven't played Cherry since the redo, um, but it's sweet. It's and by the way, the secondary course is at Colorado Golf Club, Yeah, where you mm, played the Mid-Am a few years back, which is maybe my favorite course in the state. Yeah. Mm. Um, well, hopefully. It would have been sick. The USGA ends up giving you all a spot in the Mid-Am. Y'all go out there. One of you win it. See you at the Masters. Mm -hmm. No big deal. Mm -hmm. Never been. But, yep. Yep. Mm -hmm. Never made a two on number 11. Check that I can't up and down of all time. I can't even get home. Do that, DOD King. Yeah, do that, DOD King. <laughs> if you would have made the, the putt on 17 in the dark, that would have been maybe the best up and down. That would have, yeah. That would have rivaled 11 out For of Gusta. Sure. For if sure. If you would have hooped that. But then said three wiggle. Um, what, do we, what do you think we got to do better? Mm, Where do we got to be better? Because we try. We we try. We're, we're, it's, yeah, not, we, it's not an effort. We're, I'm, you know, last you've year, lost an extra holes and you've lost two and one. Yeah. yeah, and they tweeted yeah. 17. Like I, I thought 16 was the pivotal. I was like, we're one down. Kitty's got monster advantage on 17 for the championship. If we just get 17 one down, like really good chance to win that. And then 18, like anything can happen. 16's like a 200. What was it? 210 par yeah. three. We both hit it up there, pars, whatever. And then he hoops the like 20 footer from the fringe that was barreling into. That's when I was like. Two down, two to go. Stress. Little yeah, and the final, then he had a then great I, drive, I, I and they tweeted right that. And I was right on, like, I was just five feet over the green, chipping from, you know, probably 35 feet. had a feet, good look. But then they made tweet, and that was that. That was the one. Well, so, that was a hell of a You got to get longer. Yeah, yeah that's, I'm, I'm that's, what, I'm that's what I'm going to do for you. you. That's going to be my prep. What are you going to do? I wouldn't worry about it, actually. I'm just stay me. Keep making a lot of bars. He's the jockey. Yeah, it's perfect. Let the museum eat. He wasn't as hungry. You can't. Sometimes, uh, there's this like feeling that maybe that I'm I'm carrying him out there, and you can't make deep runs like that without like he contributes. It's not. Yeah, but it's, it's more not, fun for all of us at home to say right. he does it. And I just wear yeah, it, too. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Even if I shoot six under on the front, you know, yeah. they'll be like, "Kitty got spur marks or whatever." I'm like, probably <laughs> you should. I'm, 
ride that. We couldn't. Uh, we couldn't have. We couldn't have made fun. it uh, with uh, without sleeves. That's for sure. It's well, more fun. Well, it was a lot of fun to follow along. Y'all had so much support. Like I said, I mean, people DMing me live shots of y'all out there it was it was great. But uh, next year, let's bring home the gold. Let's do it. You know, I'm I'm so appreciative of uh, of all the support. I mean, you guys have such a big following that the the Instagram, Twitter, social media world goes crazy because of you guys. And uh, but all of like Whisperock and just text. Me- I mean, hundreds and hundreds of text messages, and uh, it's just it's weird. You're playing this like little tournament, and there was 12 people out there, and then you get check your phone after, and you, you got 208 text messages. Um, so the it really meant a lot to I know to both of us that everybody was following. It was yeah, cool, man. I just want and I want to say like echo that a thank you to the USGA those guys. I know Jonathan Coe was like communicating with Mark like giving videos and updates so people could get into it. And then He's just fantastic, love all that, the messages from everybody, the listeners, you know, on Instagram or Twitter or whatever it was. You guys are the best in the world. Thanks for all the love, the support. We're grinding our balls off. We're gonna try to get one of these things. But um, we had followers. You guys are sweet. moms. Followers of you guys' moms coming up. Coming oh, yeah, up. we had a dinner <laughs> invite. That one yeah, we had nice. Dinner. Yeah. Is like, that our 3% female loves, audience? Love so far. You guys want to come to dinner tonight? I was like, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. You I have think, wine that Wichter has? Yeah, I think we're busy. Yeah, yeah but it was awesome. it was um, spectacular. And to my guy, Cat, for being oh, an dude. animal. I love you, dog. Love Go to you. War. You're a beast. And it's, it's, it's a fun hang, like I said. I wouldn't want to do real golf anymore week after week, but like check in one time, tap in, and, and like care again. It's fun. Now we go back to the bullshit. Riding in carts, playing for pickle dishes at member guests. You know That's what I mean? right. That's what we do. So. Like, and, and after this, we're going to go play pickleball. Yeah. <laughs> and so it's yeah. like, now we're back to our lives. Now we're back to real life. Perfect. Also, last shout out to the dudes we played in the semis. Carter Laughlin. Oh, yeah. And Wells, Wells Williams, Williams, dude. UGA kid, Vandy kid. They are awesome, awesome dudes. Probably the only match. Like, you don't talk to a whole lot of people, period, during the thing, but I like to talk. It's just hard no, to you don't hard to find him. someone else that'll do it. And that Carter, man, who we just ran into. Or I we just ran, ran into, into him at saw him yesterday Hawk. at NCAAs. Yeah. He's out here right now with Georgia. Um, damn, we had a good time. And his pops, too, was on the bag for him. Like, yeah. we just talked the whole time. Like, it just felt like that match felt like four dudes who wanted to kill each other, but also, like, laughing, hey, great shot, great putt, whatever. Um, those dudes are studs. So, and, and they got a big game. They big got, game. Both of them got big game. Both of them will be on the in the lineup for sure. I'm 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 honestly surprised that they're not currently in. Now I know Vanderbilt's the number one team in the yeah, country. Yeah, like pretty but, tough uh, squad. But Georgia's always good too. Yeah. And this kid is. Uh, you'd be hard pressed for me to think that there's five kids on Georgia's team that are better than Carter. Like Carter, he's a he's a real player. And so, Sick and- mullet. So yeah, both of them had filthy, yeah. like, oh, yeah. shaved Wells right a here. Mullet. I was like, let me, like, first of all, I was like, let me see underneath that. Because it looked shaved right here, but yeah. long in there. And he's like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I was like, oh, it's fierce. Beautiful. The thing was fierce. And Wells won an indie. He won the Cabo event. Won that Cabo individual. And I'm like, he's not on the, that's another. I was like, dude, how are, how good is y'all's team? Yeah. If that ain't good enough. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, they, but those dudes were studs. Um, that might be their last go because they're going to be in NCAAs for the next yeah, they ain't going three back. years. And they made it to the semis last year going into college. Mm. They were like two of the best juniors in the U.S., I think. So those dudes were studs. Just wanted to shout those guys out because we had a ball. I had a really fun. Like, I'll, I'll continue to keep up with them. Kew Island, too. Staff was awesome. The food was sick. Uh, the greens. You know, Bermuda can kind of, even when the course is awesome, it can get a little um, shaggy, maybe. Yeah. But they were or like so grainy, pure. Just different. Yeah, they were so pure, so tight. It was that was perfect. Love You're it. going down there. One of the main week. guys came up. Was like, "Your boy Gravy's what coming down now? here to do I'm a speaking at the Q&A or something like that." Oh. Yeah, 
randomly just reached out and like uh, I think it's the river course maybe I yeah the river's yeah, the, all, the yeah. other one go in it's really hanging good. out with the boys the member guests and beautiful do a little talking they're friendly the yeah. food's awesome yeah they're friendly Can't wait. river uh, according to Mark Wichter and he's it's legit and that guy's been enough golf courses greatest locker room in the country oh, oh yeah you got to go up okay up now, just a remodeled i guess it burned down or dude something. it looks like the inside of like a wine barrel or yeah. like a keg that's how it's like designed like a half circle you know what i mean and it's and it looks out on like the lake or the what is it ocean i don't know it's sick one of the sickest not good with geography well, yeah it's kiwa island it is an island yeah. but there's like a marshy it doesn't look like an, it's not confirmed they do have trainings yes confirmed. confirmed so you'll be you'll be uh in hog heaven now. all right well i can't wait once again super proud of y'all next year we're bringing home the gold and dod king get ready oh the cat is coming, Ooh, it's go, coming. Go, go through them i'll be like the, we'll be like the don king <laughs> yes. for this thing we'll set this fight the up we'll do a 20 and take like, all the money head to head like face off and take and you get nothing <laughs> sounds incredible <laughs> obviously yeah. obviously just give my two tigers but sell it sell the fight sell yeah. the fight all right well, thanks boys had a lot of fun as you got thank see you, you next brother year. see ya all right well that was a lot of fun sitting down with you boys hopefully next year you bring home the gold Philly is ours. Philly? Philly is ours. I highly Damn recommend it. you not letting people know you know me in Philly. I'm not very popular. I'm not going to advertise yeah. that. Did you do gravy in the sleeves? No, just sleeves. That's just just sleaze. the sleeves show. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, it's now time to step up to the tee and take a swing at betting the PGA Tour on FanDuel. Right now, new customers can get a no-sweat bet up to $1,000 back in bonus bets. You got top 10s, top 20s, head-to-head, whatever you want. And if you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is super easy to use, and when you get when you win, you get paid instantly. It's on to the memorial, my man. One of the best the golf courses. The house that Jack built. Great golf course, great milkshakes. Mm. Uh, stellar field, designated event. They are loaded. Big yard. Shocking. Scotty Scheffler's the favorite. <laughs> John Rahm's the second favorite, just barely behind Weird. him. But um, going to be a lot of fun. It's time for us to get hot. We've been a little. You had we've a win had a couple some, weeks ago. It's decent. We're, we're, you know, hit or miss. Roller coaster. Yeah, dude, that's how gambling is. All right, well, let's get to it. I, these odds shock me for how good this guy is. He's twenty-eight to one. He lost in a playoff when this event they played back-to-back weeks here during COVID. He has not had a year that we expect from this guy. He's going to turn it around at some point. He's just he's too good. Give me Justin Thomas, 28 to 1. Yeah, waiting on it. Just looks too good. He's got all the shots in the arsenal. Um, it's going to pop here eventually, like I said. But there's guys I worry about and guys I don't. JT ain't one that I'm too worried about. All right, for my favorite, I'm going with a guy playing some damn good golf right now. He's just been, he's been hanging around the hoop for a long time. If you look back, second at the PGA, right there until the end, until an unfortunate little incident in the bunker where the lip caught him. Uh, Colonial this past week, 16th, but it looks a little bit worse. Final round, 73. What are you looking at? He was at seven under par with like seven holes to play in the tournament. He had a disaster. Which which event are you talking about? I'm guessing you're guessing Victor Hovland. Yeah. Victor Hovland had it to seven under at Colonial. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying it looks worse. It shows up as 16th, but like in my mind, I'm like, dude, you're right there until the very end. So I'm saying like he's been constantly here. Go back, top 10 at the Masters, played well there third at the players it's just like you can't get over the hump except when he's on the island so give me victor hovland 21 just been knocking on the door for a long time columbus is not an island it's not tropical <laughs> feel though up there in columbus i would say when you get off the plane all right my dark horse i don't really know what this guy's history is here i just love his game he seems to play well every time he tees it up one of the best short games which i think really helps you around these greens are big but they're really undulated and you got to put it in the right spot if you do miss you got to have a world-class short game to get up and down i think back to some of the shots tiger has hold over the years there john rom there a couple years ago 
that led to Mark Hubbard's all-time tweet. 16, one of the filthiest. Yes, Tiger one and of the John filthiest. Rom. Yeah, correct. Uh, give me my fella Shane Lowry, 55 Big to 1. Shane? Yes. Would love to see Shane. Yes. Would love to see, see Shane on he a Sunday. He ain't scared of a milkshake. Hoisting that thing. Uh-uh, he's in, he's in heaven this week. All right. I'm going – normally we hang around roughly the same odds for underdog. I'm going a little further down, but Ooh. I think there's some upside here, okay? Got 120 to 1 for this individual, okay? He has played 120. some – 120. 120 to 1. Which is, is which is surprising, okay? Because he has played some very good golf on some very difficult tracks, which I expect Jack's place – he doesn't – he likes to play have that place playing tough, right? Okay, you go back fourth of the PGA. Pretty tough setup there, right? Uh, one Bay Hill. Pretty hard little setup there as well. He's headed to another one this week. Kurt Kitayama, 120 to 1. I feel like he's the kind of guy, like, he can disappear for a little bit, maybe have some MCs or some not good golf, but when he goes, when he clicks, his good golf is really good, and it seems to show up more on, like, really hard golf courses. So, a lot like our gambling. 120 to 1. Yeah, Fire it. Like our Send gambling. it. So we got, we got peaks. We got valleys. You know, it is valleys. what it is. He is for a while. He is one when he gets, like, going, yeah. you said, like, he plays really well, but that, that golf swing, you know, plays with a very open club face. Very handsy, very timing based, but when the timing is when it when it's, when it's right and yep. he, he can go and he can make birdies and bunches and and the, the tougher the course it seems like I mean the, the better he is. Well, that'll be an interesting one if we do a little Shane Lowry, um, Kurt Kitayama top get, twenty parlay that might pay some. That's gonna pay. That's pay gonna have max. a nice little return, a little ROI as they call it in the biz. FanDuel official betting operator of the PGA Tour. Must be 21 years and older and present in select states. First online real money wager only. $10 deposit required. Refund issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in 14 days. Restrictions apply. See full terms at fanduel.com sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hope is here. Gambling helpline ma.org or call 800-327-5050 for 24-7 support in Massachusetts. Call 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. That's 467-369 in New York. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino, LLC. Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit FanDuel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Tennessee, or Virginia. 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text Next Step to 53342 in Arizona. 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org chat in Connecticut. 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, 1-800-522-4700, or visit ksgamblinghelp.com in Kansas, 1-877-770-STOP in Louisiana, or www.mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland, 1-800-F-522-4700 in Wyoming, or visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net in West Virginia. All right, well, congrats on another silver medal. Thanks, That's going to do it for us. We'll talk to you on next week's Subpar.